Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, be healthier, or live longer better. Can you imagine what the biggest complaint people have these days, post-pandemic? The disease of the decade is stress. More than 75% of U.S. adults report symptoms of stress. Seems like every big company now is offering mental health benefits. We are a world out of balance. All walks of life, all ages, all communities, all income brackets, all job categories. How do you cope? Well, you can hope and pray. But I can tell you, even the most devout are not immune to the effects of stress. And if it's any comfort, stress isn't anything new. Anyone who has ever lived has stress. Some people handle it better. Some people are wired to feel it more. And yes, we can change. We can learn techniques to help us go through life easier, but it takes time to learn breathing and meditation and yoga. It takes time to go for a walk, to get counseling, if there's even an opening when you need it. And to learn techniques to cope takes time and patience, not something we can just snap our fingers at and do now. It's usually the last thing we want to add to an already stressed life. It's hard to even think about change, which is stressful itself, and we're getting it from all sides. But you can't ignore it because stress is a killer. It not only causes weight gain, insomnia, but immune dysfunction, anxiety, depression, impaired memory, gut problems, inflammation, just to get started. There is not any condition that stress isn't going to make worse. It's like, Lord, give me patience, but we need help now. And nature provides. I think it is heartening to know that every culture, the medicine we've studied, the biggest category for healing is for the nervous system. We humans are just naturally wired to be alert for danger. It has kept us alive. You know, you you want to be able to respond, but you know, we worry about the past. We're anxious about the future and the present is so intangible. So we naturally worry and stress. But nature really does come to the rescue from so many cultures. In fact, every culture has herbs, even the Polynesian islands where you cannot imagine they would have stress. So today I'm going to tell you about my three favorite herbs that research has proven is great to help you fight stress. I use them. I know them. I love them. These herbs are actually in a category that is named for them, adaptogens. Kind of a hot term these days, so I think that should have just a little clarification. First, a little history to the fairly new term adaptogen. It is attributed to Nikolai Lazarev, only in 1957. Inspired by Hans Selye in the 1950s stress work, where he came up with what was called the General Adaptation Syndrome. And it wasn't until 1969 when Dr. Israel Brechman began studying compounds that combated stress. Then the, the definition that they must be, number one, non-toxic, number two, help the body cope with stress, 
and number three, have a balancing effect on body symptoms that have been altered by stress. Only nine herbs have been researched to be confirmed as adaptogens. These include the common ones like ashwagandha, American ginseng, Asian ginseng, cordyceps, eleuthero, rhodiola, and schizandra. Those are the most common ones. And adaptive, adaptogens just help us adapt to stress, any kind, physical, biochemical, mental, emotional. So here's how they work. When you're faced with a stressor of any kind, our bodies go through this three-phase response. Number one, it's the alarm. Crash, bang, something makes you stressed. It can be too much work, news, COVID, isolation, more news, politics, illness, an accident, family troubles, severe weather, on and on and on. Okay, three, it's a one phase one alarm, gets your attention, sends out the stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. Then the second phase is when your body is building resistance to cope with the alarm. If it goes on though, it wears you down and then you go into the third phase, which is called exhaustion, or it's just your adrenals are worn out. So this, the adaptogens help you stay out of this third phase, keeps you in the second phase where you can build resilience. You never hit the exhaustion ones. Instead of crashing, you retain equilibrium and stay strong. So in today's context, we think of adaptogens kind of like a vaccine distress kind of build up your resistance to stress, inoculate us to stress, helps us cope. Besides, we're all in the midst of a lot of heavy-duty stress. The last thing you can think about is doing those breathing exercises. So it's it's pretty nice to just take an herb so much easier, and, and you don't have to worry about anything. Pretty cool. So when you're stressed and you hit the alarm phase, cortisol is released to survive the short-term stress. Like running from a mugger, or to escape a burning building. Your body doesn't know the difference between mental and emotional stress. It's it's just all as dangerous. And whenever you think about that, your body is right back in that initial stressful state. So the more you ruminate about things that stress you for, you're right back there and doing your body more harm. So here's some things that can happen with long-term stress and high cortisol levels. Of course, mental health challenges blood sugar problems, they're going to go up, anxiety, depression, irritability, mental fog, learning difficulties, memory problems, your brain just can't take on anymore. Fatigue, exhaustion, no joy in life. You don't laugh, you don't smile anymore. You're just getting through. And oh boy, immune system is challenged, leading to total breakdown. And honestly, I can tell you, when I see people under a lot of stress that are, is not resolved, it's it, you're on the brink of an immune system breakdown. I mean, you've seen it time and time again, too. So insomnia, weight gain, cravings, difficulty getting up in the morning, you wake up tired, no stamina, cravings, headaches, and in younger children, feeling sick or activity avoidance is common, especially now. We need these adaptogens now more than ever. So, you know, I hit the research button and tons of pharmacological studies going on about adaptogens helping on a molecular level. Neuroprotective, your brain, 
anti-fatigue, anti-depressive, anti-anxiolytic, no more anxiousness, and improved tolerance to mental exhaustion and enhanced attention. You know, it's things we all need. I think we need to just put it in the water supply. But there, there are some adaptogens, you know, all of them raise your resistance to stressors, whether it's physical, chemical, biological, and they have to be non-toxic and relatively no side effects. And the same mechanisms that help with stress tolerance also helps with lifespan extension. So, you know, everything we want is in these adaptogens. So I'm going to tell you about the three. I'm going to go into Eleuthero, Ashwagandha, and Rhodiola, starting with Ashwagandha, my favorite, Withania somniforin. Uh, somniforin, so you can see, it can help with insomnia. It is considered the king of adaptogens. It's my personal favorite. I've been taking it since 2019. Thank heaven. It really helps one adapt to stressful situations. Some of the compounds have been reported to support healthy adrenal function, cognitive function, and immune system function. In India, in the ancient Ayurvedic medicine, it is viewed as a rejuvenative tonic. Animal studies support that, has a real soothing effect, increases the dopamine receptors in the brain, and appears to induce, reduce stress-induced plasma corticosteroids by up to 36%. Blood urea nitrogen and blood lactic acid levels all improve. So it does so many things, encourages in a healthy response to all sorts of environmental stresses. And there's so many clinical studies in animals on um, not only anxiety and cognitive functions, but inflammation and even Parkinson's disease. Neuroprotective effects, enhances conception and fertility, regulates T3, T4. When your body's under a lot of stress, that cortisol will rob the T4 conversion to T3. So your energy is tanked. So does a lot of things, even helping a low white blood cell count. There was a great study that showed it reduced feelings of stress and anxiety, reduced serum concentration of cortisol, and C-reactive protein. A lot of things improve blood glucose levels and lipid profiles. Daily use could even benefit people suffering from long-term stress and anxiety without any adverse effects. Know anybody that needs this? You know, there was also an interesting study published in the Frontier Frontiers of Medicine last February, February 22, regarding the COVID vaccine and ashwagandha. It found ashwagandha helped preserve the antibodies after the vaccine and sustained a long-term immune response. Authors of the study even suggested there was an indication for prevention of reinfection. Boy, who doesn't want that? And Journal of Clinical Medicine in August of 21 found that ashwagandha extract significantly improved the immune profile of healthy subjects by modulating the innate and adaptive immune system responses. So good for stress and improved immunity to infections. Ashwagandha, see why it's my favorite? But then there's also Eleuthero. Once we mistakenly called it Siberian ginseng. It's now Eleuthero. 
one great review on over 35 clinical trials, 6,000 subjects that were either in normal or stressful conditions. They exposed them to all sorts of stressful environments. It could be high temperatures, low temperatures, long work hours, loud noises, motion sickness, hypertension, mountain rescue rescuers under really bad conditions, athletes, deep sea divers. I mean, they just did the whole gamut. And what they found was there was an improvement of physical and mental work capacity in all cases. In addition, there were 35 studies that focused on the effect of l and more than 2,200 sick patients. People with atherosclerosis, kidney disease, diabetes, blood pressure, trauma, rheumatic heart disease, insomnia, chronic bronchitis, cancer, and more. In almost all cases, an improvement was observed. Extracts well-tolerated and no side effects. So, you know, so many things these adaptogens do. And number one, they have to be non-toxic. Lastly, number three, Dr. Oz's favorite, rhodiola, used to improve energy, physical performance, and memory. It was seen to significantly reduce symptoms of fatigue and improve attention after four weeks of intake. And more, it seemed to improve cognitive function because it reduces cortisol. When you had healthy volunteers, they showed even an anti-fatigue effect. So it's great for energy. And, you know, a lot of times when you're under a lot of stress, you just get worn out. So it really helps prevent the burnout and fatigue syndromes while patients' mental performance and ability to concentrate seem to improve. So rhodiola, an adaptogen an antidepressant, antioxidant, antiviral, cardiovascular system benefits include reducing heart damage, arrhythmia, and improved cardiac output. Proteins in there um, reduce stress resistance, aids detoxification. I mean, it just goes on and on. So they're my top three. There are six more as of this date, but one thing for sure you want to be sure you have good, authentic brands. Remember, according to the FDA, 39 to 55% of online herbal products are either adulterated or mislabeled. At the Good Earth, we only carry the best and purest since 1976. I could go on and on about Shazandra, the other ginsengs, Andrographis, Cordyceps, Holy basil is in the running to be added to the adaptogen. There's so many good things, and so many of them come from parts of the world where they wrote down things. In Ayurvedic medicine in India, they were the first to to write things down. Traditional Chinese medicine, they wrote things down. These adaptogens can truly help us keep our cool, our health, and our quality of life while facing extraordinary stress like they've helped us do for thousands of years. Sometimes you don't realize how much stress you're dealing with till you're back in balance and you're feeling good, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're happy again. So I hope this show helps you or someone you love. If you want to listen again or listen to other shows, you can go to my website, debford.com, where I will have them uploaded soon. Or any place you listen to podcasts like iTunes, you can look it up under Today's Nutrition. Thanks for listening today. And I hope you have a wonderful, stress-free day.